Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. I'm John Fugel saying, hey guys, welcome. This is SiriusXM Progress, Channel 127. Where to begin? Thank you for joining us. Hello to everybody listening live, our evil army of the night. As you know, if you listen live, you can join the conversation anytime. We are live and interactive. 866-997-4748. 866-997-GRIT. We're just like cable news, except we listen to you. If you are listening on the John Fugelsang podcast or the SiriusXM app or SiriusXM On Demand, hello to our army of daywalkers. We hope you are well. We love you guys. Thanks to the miracle of Pandora mergers who listen to us on tape. We take your mail at johnfugelsang.com or our show Facebook page. We read it. We love you guys. You're always welcome if you're bored on a weeknight to call up as well and join the Jamboree. Uh, Chris Hauselt is our executive producer coming to you live from the South Carolina studios because darn it, he just can't quit the Confederacy. Thea Harper is running this beast, usually from Brooklyn, but tonight we are together high in the Howard Stern Tower, 267 stories above Gotham. And it's great to have you. We're thrilled. Three of our favorite comedians in New York are here tonight. We're back having live comics. And also, uh, we're going to have a big town hall with Ken Burns, who has a, his new documentary is about the Holocaust. And we will be having a live town hall with an audience with Ken Burns. I, I got to be honest, I, I, I saw the film uh, on the Holocaust by Ken Burns um, comedically fails on every level. I, I laughed maybe twice the entire maybe twice I laughed the entire nine hours and I was just being kind. One more thing. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, watched today on the Stephanie Miller show and who watched on News Nation where I found myself debating minimum wage law with Ashley Banfield. Good times. Uh, if you uh, want to come on the East Coast, we are doing Stephanie Miller's sexy liberal tour. This year, it's being called the Save Democracy Tour. We're only doing one date on the entire East Coast, and it's the first time in nine years. It's the original tour lineup of Stephanie Miller, Hal Sparks, and myself, plus lots of cool special guests. Last time we played there, Daryl Hammond did the show with us. And over the years, our guests have included Martin Sheen has done it, Rob Reiner, Lily Tomlin. We get lots of fun people. This is going to be the midterm kickoff party. We want you there. All of you moral depraved people. Uh, just go to sexyliberal.com Saturday, September 10th at Sydney Harmon Hall in Washington, D.C. We'll also be playing Chicago and then closing the mini fall tour at uh, the Saban Theater in Los Angeles. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, before I welcome our guests, got to say, 
Even Republicans, and we have the Mitch McConnell tape, right? We have even Republicans are beginning to acknowledge that it's not looking too good for them taking back the House. In fact, it's a lot less clear that they would ever get the Senate as opposed to the House. Why is that? Why is it look so damn sure the Republicans are going to build even more seats and take back the House, but they're going to lose more seats in the Senate? Well, there's a few reasons about that. And Mitch McConnell pretty much admitted at an event in his home state yesterday, which means there's probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. And I want you to listen to this. He's sort of acknowledging in his 80s that he will probably never run the Senate again. But he he, he, he does tell the truth about something. Here's Mitchie Boy. Care to share any of your projections on the midterm elections? Yeah, I think that the, there's a, probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Uh, statewide. Candidate quality has a lot to do with the Candidate outcome. quality. Okay, statewide and candidate quality. What do those two words mean? One, statewide. What that means is we can't gerrymander the fuck out of anything if it's a statewide election. We can't carve up voting districts to look like M.C. Escher on tainted meth. We can't make geometric nightmares of fractals and call them voting districts for an entire state. So we're fucked. Popular vote. Again, they're not fans. And then what did he mean about candidates? What did he mean about candidate quality? Well, let's break it down really quick. Arizona, you have Blake Masters, who's the winged monkey of Peter Thiel, who uh, (laughs) can't stop talking about how much he believes in that white replacement theory. And he's running against the popular Democratic astronaut whose wife got shot. Not looking good in Arizona. Wisconsin, well, new poll from Marquette shows Mandela Barnes with a seven point lead over incumbent Republican Senator Ron Johnson. Yeah, I mean, seven point bump. Barnes at 51%, while Johnson, who is running for his third term, is only at 44%. And Barnes is still a complete unknown. Florida, for the first time this week, polls show former Orlando police chief and Congresswoman Val Demings beating Marco Rubio. And as a comedian, I'm rooting for Marco Rubio because he was the first Republican to ever do dick jokes in a primary debate. He was he started the tiny hand shit. He's, he's a dick joke comic in Georgia. You, you got a state Trump won by 10 points should be easy for the Republican to win. And yet Hillbilly Elegy is running neck and neck with Tim Ryan. They're actually so scared. After Mitch McConnell spoke, they announced the Senate Leadership Fund is pumping $28 million to help J.D. Vance because he's losing in a state that Trump won by 10 points. Then there's Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. You know, you know, when God closes a Madison Cawthorn comedy door, he opens a Dr. Oz comedy window. (laughs) You've probably heard this clip by now, but here was the Dr. Mehmet Oz campaign viral video where they thought, hey, here's a good idea. Let's have him go talk about the price of crudite. To struggling Pennsylvania voters. Thought I did some grocery shopping. I'm at Wegner's, and I, my wife wants some vegetables for crudite, right? So, <laughs> for here's cr- the broccoli. That's <laughs> two bucks. Not a ton of broccoli there. There's some asparagus. That's oh. four dollars. Oh. Yep. Carrots. That's four more dollars. That's ten dollars of vegetables. This guy's there. a and gazillionaire TV person. Guacamole. That's four dollars more. And. She loves salsa. Yeah, salsa there. Mm-hmm. Six dollars for salsa. Shortage of salsa. 
Guys, that's $20 for crudite, and this doesn't include the tequila. I mean, it's <laughs> outrageous. And we got Joe Biden to thank for this. We got Joe Biden to thank. Now, first off, the store is not called Wegmans. It's Wegner's. Okay, the store posted a tweet explaining their name and endorsing John Fetterman. Secondly, no, it's not because of Joe Biden. It's not even because of inflation. Inflation is a word our media uses to say greedy rich fucks. Greedy rich fucks who are sitting on record high profits and still charging record high prices. But John Fetterman's response video? Well, here he is. <laughs> right away, they had it ready to go, holding a pre-packaged grocery store veggie tray. Yeah, we call this a veggie tray. And if this looks anything other than a veggie tray to you, then I am not your candidate. And I'm serious. Dr. Oz doesn't even know the name of the grocery store that he's in. Can you make a donation, any amount, to help me send him packing? I mean, crude. It's, it's like it's you know you know when you'd feel bad for John Kerry when he couldn't help talking like a fucking billionaire trying to be normal. I, I almost feel bad for Oz, but he's a creep. Um, in the midst of all this, Donald Trump is bombarding supporters with. I've gotten more than one hundred emails from Trump since the search warrant last week, asking for money, and it's been paying off for him. He's making a million dollars a day for at least the first two days after the search. But so what's hurting? What's hurting Mitch McConnell? Well, they can't gerrymander it. It's statewide in the Senate. Uh, the candidates are awful. They're just awful people. Donald Trump only likes celebrities. That's his ethnic group. So he goes for famous people like Herschel Walker, like Dr. Oz, like the guy who wrote Hillbilly Elegy. They happen to be unelectable. Donald Trump is, of course, an embarrassment and turning off a lot of people. And then one last thing, abortion. I, I said a while ago that um, abortion horror stories post Roe v. Wade are going to be the new weekly gun horror stories. The latest one, we talked last night about the woman in Louisiana who's got a fetus inside of her that does not have a skull and will not live more than a week, will most likely be born stillborn, will never gain consciousness, and the state is forcing her to have this baby and pay to have this baby. Now in Florida... A Florida's appeals court has decided to uphold a lower court's ruling that a pregnant 16-year-old can't get an abortion because she hadn't shown she was mature enough to terminate her unwanted pregnancy and must therefore give birth. I'm going to say that again. They're forcing a parentless 16-year-old child to not have an abortion, but actually to have the child because she's too immature to not have the child. It, this is what it says in legalese. The appellant had not established by clear and convincing evidence that she was sufficiently mature to decide whether to terminate the pregnancy. Look, so you've got to deal with Roe v. Wade. And then, of course, people are on to your bullshit. The NBA has announced they will have no games on Election Day. And the night before, they're going to have a 30-team wide event of nonpartisan civic engagement, encouraging all basketball fans to vote in the fucking midterms. In the midterms! So it all comes down to these factors, folks. This is the problem the GOV has, and it's all from Donald Trump. Ten years ago, you mocked us for calling it teabagging. Now, one big mouth controls all the nuts. Let's get to the show. Eric Branstein is with us again, a very funny comic who co-hosts the last exit to Brooklyn podcast with Tom McCaffrey. And you've seen him on ABC radio or heard him, I guess, TMZ weekend update and more. Mr. Branstein, welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. I'm just so good yeah, to see you. It's been a great uh, last few weeks just watching all these Republican candidates. It kind of reminds me of that 
2010. Who was the 2012? 2012. Todd Aiken. Was that the witch? No, that was Christine O'Donnell, who I debated on Bill Maher, like having to do an ad saying, I'm not a witch. (laughs) And then Todd Aiken was the guy doing legitimate rape. It was 10 years ago, and they just had so many douchebags but they haven't learned from that at all no yeah no i mean herschel walker he may be the worst out of all of them i mean it's i hate to agree yeah but there's i mean i don't see how the guy who if he could speak in complete sentences (laughs) maybe it'd be okay that he held a loaded gun to his wife's head maybe (laughs) guys we've all been there you've all had a bad week where you just had to hold a gun to your wife's head and threaten to pull the trigger we've all had our breaking point but yeah, Herschel just, whew, he, make, he makes me ashamed to be a guy with a head injury. But that one's scary because that one's kind of close, that race. It's, still- it's disturbingly close. Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe, I, you're asking me to believe that the racists in Georgia are going to show up to vote for Herschel Walker mm. and the black folks in Georgia are not going to show up to vote for Reverend Warnock. I, I just don't believe it. Uh, yeah, I think you're right, but still. The part of me that cares about democracy is scared the part of me that loves comedy I, bring on herschel go ahead go, let him own herschel let them have to make excuses for herschel every day guess who else is here uh, uh really when it comes to comedians you, it's rare to find two comedians as codependent as these um <laughs> vicky cooperman has been on our show many times before the covid era a russian-born comic who tours this country hearing stories of her russian family her much younger husband and dogs check Not out uh, well you know when i could feel all good and threes comedy and loves a joke vicky welcome back thank you i'm so happy to be here it's so good to see you again thank you and i'm actually wearing uh the key to why the republicans will fail and that's the rbg caller yes, you are, i was gonna um, say i am wearing it today it all comes down to Roe v. Wade. I love that you're wearing it. Even the statewide, what Mitch McConnell said, but why should he be scared at statewide? Because women are going to vote. That's, That's why. That's why. It's women. That's right. Everyone is fighting. It's like the alien movie where people are fighting about day-to-day things and they don't realize there's aliens about to, they have much bigger problems. Yeah. The women are going to come and burn everything down. And that's including conservative women. Yeah. There's a lot of conservative women who would never get an abortion. That's right. Would never call themselves pro-choice, but, but they don't want to see one. it banned. Yes, <laughs> there's well, more that have gotten one already. Sixty <laughs> percent of the women who've had abortions in this country yeah. are moms. Right. I mean, it is an economic decision for people. Not and always. Sometimes it's not a decision. Sometimes it's life or death. Yeah, you're right. It's not always a decision. You're lucky I've... that so many men are willing to make that choice for you. Aren't <laughs> yeah, you? Have, yeah, you, have you thanked a man today, exactly. Vicky? Yeah, I should. I thank you all. But um, <laughs> you're I don't welcome. even. I don't like the even word pro-choice. I it's don't just, either. It's pro-woman. Anyway, I don't like I don't like pro life. I don't, I've never liked yeah. the term pro choice. I yeah, get exactly. it. Forced birth. That's I like forced, forced birth. birth. Yeah. It's forced birth. I, I, I think that I'd say a pro uh, incarcerating women, pro yeah. Yeah. criminalizing abortion. Because if you are criminalizing it, that means you're talking about putting women in jail. Yeah. But most of them, God bless, have not thought it through that much. No. <laughs> but you know what I think? I think there's going to be pissed off passive conservative women. Yes. Who. The last few elections, their husbands were like, don't worry, it won't affect you. Just do it this. Just tell. And they're like, OK, it's like Diane Weist and um, that Kevin Bacon movie <laughs> flash, you know, flat. What is Footloose? Right. Which is like, OK, <laughs> just listen to your dad. And then she realized, oh, the pissed th- off passive women. Up. They're like the yeah, half Karen. That's right. The half Karen's the, the yes. cares. Uh, <laughs> they're going to start caring. <laughs> um, I, I want to bring I want to bring the handsome gentleman yeah. uh, to your left into this because um, Max Cohen is a comedian who escaped the suburbs of Maryland to live and perform <laughs> all over New York City and beyond. 
Don from Seattle to South Africa, a semi-finalist at the Great Long Island Comedy Laugh-Off. He's played at the New Orleans Comedy Arts Festival, Key West Comedy Fest. Check out Operation Pastrami's Sandwich. He's also the husband of Vicki Cooperman. Ah. So nice to have you back, Max. <laughs> a You're- pleasure. Your hair is looking wonderful. Yeah, it is. Amazing. It yeah, I know. This is my this is my pandemic mullet. This is oh, I was gonna say it's like a Donna Reed bob. Um it's actually I call <laughs> like- this look John Wick during a Moroccan oil shortage. Um I had it I've cut over a foot. Oh, he saw it. When yeah, it was, it was long. long, yeah. It was, I've had it was over a foot mm-hmm. that I've cut off and I it was Pet hoarder is what the look was. Pet oh, hoarder. But it was very scary. But right now, the listeners at home are just missing out on a terrific look. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're very kind. It's great to see you guys. How has COVID been for you? We're, it's the first time we've had you two back in over 800 days to the oh studio. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it was great for me. I just got to hang out with the dog for 800 days, which was <laughs> wonderful. You just hang out on the couch, watch TV, pet the dog. And thankfully, that was like my going out time. Like when everyone was hunkered down, quarantined, us walking the dog, I think, was like the saving grace. Yes. Same with us with the child. You know, I mean, some frown upon the leash, but it was the same for us. Like we could go out in the evening. And I mean, a couple without a child being stuck at home sounds kind of like heaven. Was it good for the relationship? Yeah. Mm I liked it, but I liked it, but I also uh, kind of like I eked right through. There. I know I feel like I eked through by the skin of my yeah, teeth. Yeah, he did. He did. I say he was almost killed. a COVID casualty, but nothing to do with the virus. Just, just trifling man almost, business. Had, trifling yeah. man business. It's too bad we had a balcony because I fantasized, you know. But why? Is yeah. it, hang on a second. This is a lovely man. Is this because is of lovely. something untoward he did, or is this just because of the natural thing that happened when people are in captivity together? John, you don't know that when men breathe near you, it's really annoying. Oh, I do know that. Okay, That's you do. I'm sure you're with told woman. that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told that all the time. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm very lucky because Max is not an abuser, you know, well, at least not, not yet. Not physically. Uh, it's um, early. It's yeah, early in the relationship. He is with dad jokes. <laughs> He's an abuser with dad jokes. Um, it is more mental torture that yeah. I put upon her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I would say we're, um, we, you know, like every relationship dip. You know, yeah. whatever dip, and then wait, peak. there were dips. There were. <laughs> I was see. That's the nice thing about being an oblivious straight that's, white that's man. It was like yeah. a dip. I thought everything was so going much great. Goes wow, on honey. inside a woman's brain and body. I'm, it's just. I'm constant. so indifferent to you. I didn't realize you weren't happy. Wow, <laughs> dip. Let me get some celery. This is great. I mean, I, I find it fascinating because for so much of the pandemic, it was just me and Charmian and our child and the and the pets, and I just wouldn't see anyone. People who yeah. didn't live in New York City don't. Yeah. This town was like Will Smith and his fucking dog walking around. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. no out yeah. here but with, with the kid because i've had friends who were stayed home with their kids and they said that kind of drove them nuts after a while did you have that uh at all i mean we all found a way to do it you right. know yeah. i mean the remote schooling drove me nuts you're right but... john's like i had noise canceling headphones and a blindfold <laughs> so i was fine yes yeah and also i make him sleep outside too, so i just you know i, I did, uh, but you know i mean it was a lot about it was great i yeah. mean i had been on the road so much yeah I had been such a bad dad, but, you know, I've been in the rationale of I've got to be on the road as much as possible to pay yeah. for a baby. And then suddenly I'm with this kid all the time. And 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 that was lovely. Yeah. You got yeah. a lot of time you never would have had. If it didn't happen. Yeah. 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 It's a, it was definitely a reset of priorities and values. I like, think so. I was the like, introvert in me loved not having to go yeah. out. None yeah. of the, all the FOMO yeah. was gone of like, oh, I'm not at this club. I'm not yeah. at that show. I know. And I didn't, you know, did not miss the subway at all. No. I'm totally fine just watching subway creatures on Instagram. Like that's all the crazy <laughs> subway interaction I need. I'm like, I Road bikes this. everywhere for a year. Yeah. I mean, the first time I went on a sub, I'd never gone six months without being on an airplane, without being to a party, without being to a theater. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's kind of nice on the comedy level of like never having to go to anybody's improv show. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I really want to come see your one-man show workshop development. Oh, I'd love to come to your podcast, but goddamn, there's a plague. I, it's great for getting not since not since having a baby or a parent die was there a better excuse no. to get out of things. No. Oh yeah. So yeah. But now I feel people use it as an excuse. Like, well, you know, COVID. I'm like. Finish the sentence. Yes, How, why are you late to dinner because of COVID? I would I like know. to hear you follow through on this. It's like George and the Hamptons in the Seinfeld episode. No, I took my child to Disneyland before he turned 10 and I was like, oh no, I can never use COVID as an excuse no. for anything after going no. to this now. Around this many sweaty Americans. Well, I'm happy that things are, are well good, for you guys. Yeah. We yeah, actually have a, we, we did our Love's a Joke comedy show last night at an amphitheater. So. Tell us about it, because I love the idea that you guys um, aren't just, you know, comedians yeah. in a relationship, but you're willing to exploit that for money. Yes. I find that romantic. That's the whole point. Tell me. Um, I think it's the biggest saving grace that'll keep us together in the long run. <laughs> I mean, who? There, how many? How many? I mean, there's a few. There's Bonnie and Rich Voss. You know, there's, we there's, have there's like some... 10 comics. We have 10 couples in our rotation and two of the two of the couples are divorced. And they're still doing it. Wow. Yeah. Which, which sounds friends. funny to say a that's comedy great. divorce couple. But yeah. <laughs> well, they're staying together for the material. And I respect yeah, that. That's right. You know, so the show is with couples. Is yeah. That so couple? it's all stand up. So last night we do. It was amazing. Yeah, how does the format work? Yeah, who'd you yeah. Who'd you I'm, I'm dying to yeah. see this show. Yeah. yeah. We had uh, Luke Thayer and Abby Crutchfield. Oh, that's a good one. And oh, Jamie and Nick, uh, Jamie Roberts and Nikki Sunshine. OK. I know, for yeah. incredible comics. That's a great lineup. And us. Yeah. And it was. Well, I ruined it. The lineup. Oh, yeah. The more we do this and the more we bring in other comedy couples, like there are so many strong comics that are getting together and it's so fun to put them on. That's how I feel about my polyamorous swing parties. Sure. The more couples I bring into it, the more that can happen. Uh, with comics, it's hard. An, we've they... never gotten an invite to that one. <laughs> well, COVID. 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 Comics COVID. blab too much, yeah. Um, so we... How, how does the format work? Are you ever on stage with your partner at the same time? People ask that all the time and I do feel like we should do like a Burns and Allen type of revival, but it is just our act. Like right. We invite everyone up to just do like a 10, 12, 15 minute stand-up act. We don't limit there if they want to talk about their partners they can if they want to talk about anything else it's totally fine it really is a stand-up show but everyone talks about their partners right and the partners are bit. also performing least, on the bill at least a little bit yeah. especially you know vicky this is how we started the show vicky talks about being you know, married to a younger neurotic nebishi guy <laughs> and i talk about being married to a scary russian woman and people off stage would be like wait are you two and we're like yeah and then they say he doesn't look younger at all that's You're good. that yeah. you look like the younger. Well, Max drinks a lot too. So <laughs> I drink a lot and she moisturizes a lot and hydrates. But then at the end, what we do is we do get everyone on stage together and we do a QA session. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. And that's they that's actually it. really fun. Oh, I mean, yeah. comedy's great, fine, fine. We all love Have you ever you know? done like I, I've gotten up and done stand up with people before like Hal Sparks and I have done it, like Bob Saget and I did it a few times, like get up on a stage and just for twenty minutes mm -hmm. just riff off of each other. Have you ever done that as a married couple in a club? Just well, I want ripping to. I improving. want to. Together? Yeah, yeah. I want to. Oh no, with other couples. Make it dirty. Oh, Cheat. Yeah. With, oh, with, oh, with another okay. married couple. No. I mean, have you ever like shared the stage and fucked with each other? I mean, I imagine it's a nice mix of love and, and tweaking. So yeah. so Tom Cotter and Carrie Louise are also in our uh, They're great. They're amazing. And they have it's in our um Loves a Joke album, the last track is them on stage together for five minutes. And they oh. really are like the Stiller and Mira, Burns and Allen. Like they really do riff off each other, but it's very written, it's very planned, of right? Because nice. of course you have to have the tags and the punchlines and callbacks. I think we should explore that. But we did find another gimmick we could use yesterday. And it's yeah. not really a gimmick because it's true. But yeah. last night we were in Simsbury, Connecticut. They have a gorgeous yeah. outdoor amphitheater. It was a wonderful, wonderful show. And at the end of the show, we do we're doing the Q and A, and we get through it. And Vicky goes, "Okay, we have time for one last question." And this girl in the back raises her hand and goes, "Okay, so Max, 
joked about that Vicky can perform marriages and Max can lead funerals. I'm with my fiance. Can you marry us? And I was, and like, then can you sit, Matt? Can Max say Kaddish when one of us dies? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, sure. Thinking, yeah, just get in could touch. you? Would they? Oh, get right, but like not me. on the not spontaneously. You'd need a certificate, well, right? I mean, you need well, a license. Well, she she is licensed through the uh, what Universal, is it, Life, Universal Church. Life Church, <laughs> right. that so online am thing. So yeah. am I. And so Vicky was like, yeah, we'll like figure it out. And this woman in the front row who had maybe had a few just egged <laughs> them on and said, do it now, <laughs> do it now, and we're all like. Okay. So we had a wedding. So we had a wedding. You had a spontaneous <laughs> wedding? Anna loves a joke comedy show. They eloped in front of an audience? Yes. They eloped in and front I... of a hundred fine people at Simsbury Performing oh, yeah. Arts You gotta do that again. Oh. It was amazing. What an insult to all their parents' friends who can't yes. come to a wedding. Also, and it's an insult to our tagline for the show, which is, we got married so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's also... I'm I'm worried about their mental stability because they heard married couples tell jokes about being married for 90 minutes and then still decided to go through with it. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> but it was, you know what the crazy part is? We eloped. So that was like a connection. Oh, I see. Not to mention the reason she kind of like was took to me is because I'm Russian with Ukrainian roots and she's Russian and her family's in Ukraine. And she said they have been kind of dilly dallying and just can't do the wedding because her family can't get out of Ukraine. So. Oh, that's a legitimate reason now? Really? <laughs> yeah, COVID. It's the new COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ukraine. Um, yeah. You know, I'm late because Ukraine. Yeah. So, um, she, that's all you got to say. So, so I'm going to start using Ukraine as my yeah, excuse exactly. for everything. God, exactly. fuck, what, you know what they're doing in Ukraine? I can't make it to your podcast. Sorry. So, she was like, this is actually perfect because there was no way we could do it with the family that I wanted here anyway. And so, wow. it was amazing. She, so they, they were annexed, crying. They, I they annexed crying. each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they already have a 15 month old son together. So like they're in it. So oh, okay, they needed yeah. to just seal the deal. And, uh, you know, I was thinking they do need paperwork, but do they? Because we've been married <laughs> for seven years. We got married in Costa Rica, never filed anything in the U.S. No one's asked us any questions. The IRS just wants your money. They don't ask you. Really? Have you ever been asked for your marriage certificate? No. Now that you mentioned it, I can you know be what a I bigamist mean? really don't... easily. Yeah. No, Are marriage, you, a lawyer friend told us marriage is actually very loose. Like you could. We, well, if you're, if, you know, if you're straight. If, if, if she's fun. If you're cis. Yeah, that's true. If that's she knows what she's, what she's doing. As Vicky pointed out, so many of our parents came over from another country. They never got remarried. They yeah. never filed so true. anything. Right. They ah, just came over. Point. They just said, we're married. We got the ring. Right. We're miserable together. What more proof do you need? Well, because you want to get married legally because it's dirtier with a relative. One last question. Uh, would, 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 a, would a married same sex couple ever be welcome on the bill of course of course we want yeah we want we're we've been talking about that a lot we're always right looking on. to yeah, diversify yeah, yeah. the line what do you think we're homophobes john yeah. <laughs> you might not want to do that show in florida though yeah i know <laughs> oh my god they can't say they are they can make jokes they just can't say it. no yeah. but also, no, we're just roommates that's all we're, yeah. we're, we're yes we're I the mean, platonic roommate tour yeah i don't know if i if know any know, gay couple comics I'm we know we know a few yeah. actually we know there's one from the south and there's one that's like jewish and palestinian which is quite interesting oh really no temper issues there yeah <laughs> they fight over a very small patch of a uh, floor. Uh, <laughs> That's my spot on the bed. Um, I'm, I was here first. I'm so glad you guys are here. We have to take a very quick break. We have a lot of riffraff wants to call in. And I do want to talk a bit about what's going on in the world, including yes. the week we've just survived. Uh, Liz Cheney 
we waited 18 years for a Cheney to be punished for lying. Instead, <laughs> we saw a Cheney punished for telling the truth. Uh, it is no longer the Republican Party. It is the Trump tribe. Uh, also, yeah. Joe Biden had a very, very good week, has had a pretty good summer so far. <laughs> Want to ask you about that. And uh, Trump had a pretty bad week, too. So quick break. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. I want to discuss everything we've just survived. We're at 866-997-4748. We'll be right back with Eric, Vicki, and Max on SiriusXM. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I want to ask you guys a bit about the news of the week, but I want to get a get a caller in first, and I seek your wisdom to help me uh, with people who need the right advice. Jason in Florida. Hello. Hi. Thanks for waiting on hold. Oh, thank you. What's up? I survived going up north to meet my dad's side of the family. His uh, his brother. They're like super conservative, major Trump supporters. You can't. So you had to wait, wait, you had to leave Florida to be around major Trump supporters. I I know. I know. Go on, please. I'm listening. Go on. Blue state Illinois to do this. But gotcha. I'm like, and and these people have benefited from every single, you know, like, you know, thing that blue state stuff is there. I had to endure them telling me stuff about, you know, Trump's never done anything wrong. I'm like, I listed a few things that he done that wrong. Well, where'd you hear that? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I had watch our news that's not Fox News that's playing on your TV right now. When it came down to immigrants, oh, they just come over here to take our free stuff. And I'm like, no, oh. they come here because they're, <laughs> you know, they're getting killed and they're getting, you know, used by drug mules. That's why they're le- leaving, coming over the they're border. They're coming over here because Everything. Donald Trump's hiring. <laughs> Donald Trump's hiring. I was going to say they offer, they actually offer value. They I know. work. By the way, yeah. to tell them disparaging immigrants like that, that's a rough thing to say about two thirds of Trump's wives. Tell yeah. them that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I, I just like everything. They are just so in the can. For, yes, for Trump. it's a cult. It doesn't matter. It's what a cult. Tell these Trump people. Yes. Please, folks, show up and vote. They're beyond reason. They're beyond facts. Mm-hmm. The Constitution, the Bible, reality, none of it sways them. We we no. grew up thinking that we were going to be arguing like for, for gay rights and women's rights and children's mm-hmm. rights and immigrants' rights. No, we're, we're fighting over two plus two is four. The sky is blue. <laughs> it's a yeah. cult. Yeah. 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 Well, God bless Jason. How did but but did you how, how did you handle it? You you never got angry, right? You didn't I, hate him. Didn't the, hate the him. The only way I could I, the only way I could, could handle it is, is the fact that I had to go wash my brain out with soap. <laughs> okay, yeah. Get down into their basement and watch as much of the Little League World Series and the MSNBC <laughs> Whatever as, as much it takes. as possible. 
Listen, yeah, we, we all have family like that. Myself. We all have family like that. And if you if you hate them, it's just going to prove them right. And they'll be yeah. proven wrong. They were proven wrong about Bush and Cheney, but right. I, I bet they can never admit that either. I know <laughs> how it you. is. Thank you, Jason. Thoughts and fears. Oh, poor Jason. <laughs> well, we've all been there, though. We all mm-hmm. have family and weird friends of friends. But, the worst know. is like no meeting someone for the first time, liking them, and then finding yeah. out later they're a Trump supporter. That's always like I always think that's the worst. It's really bad. It's I just mean, weird that Florida is his safe place to get away from Trump supporters. <laughs> so too, but it's like it. But it's so. I like if I meet someone and they're nice, and then I find out they're a Trump supporter. I'm uh, then it's like okay, well at least you were nice. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I have warm feelings towards you. It's going to be a little harder to despise you because I don't want to hate these people. I know they've been suckered. I know they've been lied to. I can prove it. They are in a cult. I mean. Look at Liz Cheney this week. She voted with Trump for whatever Trump wanted 93% of the time. Like Liz Cheney hates climate science, immigrants, hates democracy, thinks thinks the Iraq war was swell, but she wouldn't lie about this one thing. And so she has been essentially driven out of the party. And, and so, I, I, I mean... It's a cult, right? It's just the cult of comb over Caligula. It's not the party of Lincoln. It's not even the party of Quail. It is a cult of obedience. And I heard that she party. may want to run for president. Like, as what? I don't even understand. What do you mean as what? Oh, not as a Republican. I, I don't know. She's running for president, but not to be president. She's running for president to save the Republican Party and to hurt Trump. Mm. Think well, about it. It's terrifying now. Like you said, it's a cult. The fact that they're calling anyone who disagrees with Trump a rhino, a Republican <laughs> name only, when you have a 93% track record, they're saying when if you're Trump not for was Trump, not you're even not a, a Republican, Republican 10 years ago. Right. I mean, he was as pro choice as it gets in 99. He just knew these people were gullible marks, right. and that's who he goes for. He was an abortion funder as well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm for sure many. he was. <laughs> you know, like at the party, you go to the party, and there's always the one dude who's looking for the most vulnerable fucked yeah. up woman whose dad was a monster there's always that one guy who's trying yeah. to find the, the the fragile woman he yeah. can just zone in on and just have his way that's trump looking <laughs> for hard-working white people waiting to be suckered <laughs> yep oh it's sad he's gonna find someone to buy a steak a university class a plane <laughs> he's gonna find something to sell him a new book i mean is the republican party as we know it eric over it really it just seems like it is the maga party yeah, and, you, and it seems like it's just going to continue after he's gone because DeSantis is like Trump 2.0 in certain ways. And it's coming from the voters. You yeah. know, Mitch McConnell, they'd love to get rid of this guy. They can't stand Donald Trump. I want to play this. This is a 6 This is Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. He's so desperate like all these guys, for the party to move on from Donald Trump. Uh, he just wants GOP 2.0 to become a thing. At least that's what he told CNN. Give a listen. The best analogy I've been able to come up with is this is like a tug of war. You know, GOP 2.0, which is something I'm championing every minute of every day, uh, is on one side of the rope and Donald Trump's party's on the other side of the rope. And we continue to go back and forth, back and forth. I think we've already read the last chapter. Donald Trump is not going to forever be the most important player in the Republican Party. And uh, certainly we felt gains before the primary process. And certainly now he's feeling some gains. But the weight of reality is going to be right. And GOP 2.0 is going to be the best pathway forward for the Republican Mm -hmm. Party. And uh, I think, you know, Donald Trump has transitioned from from running the country to running a circus. And uh, he's not solving anybody's problems when he gets on TV and creates all these these news stories and and, uh, supports candidates that, that really have no merit. Okay, he wasn't actually running the country either, but I mean, he at least tells the truth. How is that guy going to have a job two years from now? He's going to get primaried so hard because it's like this new breed of Republican that's angrier, louder, dumber, and meaner. I call them the illiterati. That that guy is going to get primaried for saying that on CNN. Yeah, and they're bullies. 
Yes. They're like, you're with us. I mean, it's very fascist. It's a cult. Well, already of the 10 Republican congresspeople who voted for impeachment, four of them lost their primaries and four of them resigned so they wouldn't have to be primary. (laughs) Only two have moved forward. Only two have moved forward, which is terrifying. You can't speak out or you're done. And you did you saw you saw the debate with um, Liz Cheney and those other candidates. Can you believe it? I mean, one of them, I guess, won. I mean, Harriet Hagan, (laughs) who I'm convinced is a character from the new kids in the hall on Amazon Prime. I know either Scott Thompson or Bruce McCullough playing her. I'm sorry. I'm convinced. But this is where the party's at, and they're making it smaller. So when I see Mitch McConnell saying, well, you know, it's a problem with our candidates. No, it's a problem with your policies, too. If they can't gerrymander it, they can't win it. And that's why they're having a hard time with the White House. It's why they're, the, the Republican Party's lost the presidency in seven of the last eight elections. The American people have chosen the Democrat. Um, they're going to keep on getting smaller and smaller, and well, they can those- only find so many ways to cheat. I think those are the more terrifying elections that aren't getting enough press. It's the um, board of elections mm-hmm. ones that are going on. And you're yes. having these Trump, these Trumpists, these election deniers winning the GOP primaries that actually have a legit shot of getting on the board of elections that can actually make the gerrymandering and can actually make whatever they do with the ballots they can and the pass boxes. laws to say they that can... late state legislatures, which are primarily GOP controlled, can throw out the votes of counties if they think there's something wrong there, whether they have proof of it or not. They are making the cheating legal. They're going to make the rules harder. All of those laws that were passed, like you can't give people online water, yeah. everything Lindsey Graham wanted to do to throw out but it, ballots but, but in Georgia. This, but like isn't this because of the people? Now. This is because of Republican voters. Republican voters don't want someone to tell the truth. They want someone who's going to push Donald Trump's lie. We just saw it in Wyoming. I mean, it's not even about ideology. It's a, it's about obedience. But are some brainwashed too? They're all brainwashed. Yeah. Well, so how can you be a non-millionaire yeah. and vote? How can <laughs> right. you be a call yourself a Christian and get behind Trump immigration policy? They're all brainwashed. Yeah, I, I feel like Republicans are. What is it? Good at being bad, and Democrats are bad at being good. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> That's a bumper sticker. Very few people would have actually. But yeah, <laughs> very few people. You can't say it. I mean, I do feel both sides. The very, very extreme both sides. You really can't. You, you can't uh, waver from the uh, opinion. Um, let me go uh, with Liz in Texas. Liz, what happened with your husband? Well, my husband was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Mm-hmm. I live and die by Hillary Clinton, okay. first president I ever voted for. Mm-hmm. And it was just interesting to watch the transition from being a Bernie supporter to going to Donald Trump. Well, now, how and is that whoa. even possible? I keep hearing... Yeah. They're a you... similar candidate. They're no, both but they're fringe not. candidates. But yes. they're not. Yes, they are. They're not. They're, not at all. At that time, at Go that ahead. time, it was two guys that were going against the establishment. That's right. Well, there's a, a true populist in Sanders and a faux populist in Trump. I know, but they're going after the same audience. The Trump, same audience, Trump, man. But they are, right. And then but, he's just proof that Russian bots yeah, worked. Yeah. Because some of the things that he would come, you know, I, yeah. I, I remember one of the big things was that, you know, uh, Obama's mother-in-law was going to get a federal pension because she was the caretaker for his two girls. And I'm like, where are you even getting that? Right. And so half of, That's half the most of innocent mind. conspiracy theory I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Like, that's yeah. adorable. Well, I want no, that to be true. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much most of our debates were always me just back checking the bullshit that his. Uh, but can I ask, Liz, oh. with respect to your husband, whom I'm sure is a wonderful man and loves you very much, uh, how do you go from being Bernie Sanders pro renewable energy, pro universal health care, pro abortion rights, pro believing climate science 
and then decide, no, wait, women deserve jail. The rich deserve a tax cut. Mm. Climate science is a hoax. Uh, we need to drill more. Like, how do you go from the, the, the is it is it just he goes for personality and doesn't really care about what they're fighting for? It's almost that's where they are right now. And my husband has had to learn to we have learned to not really discuss uh, politics mm. in our house. He actually unfriended me on Facebook. Wait, Liz. Yeah, they should be on your comedy Liz, show. Liz, are you funny? Because you guys would be great for our tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We've that would be. That would sell tickets. In our house. But he unfriended me because he he was like, well, I just don't like it. And it he was about unfriended uh, voter you? registration. It was about voter ID. And I'm like, well, you do know that the voting card is an ID that to get it, you have to present your Social Security card to get that. Because here in the state of Texas, you could up until recently could vote with your. It's uh, just racist license. bullshit there. You ask your husband exactly. to name one election in all of the U.S. in history that has ever been swayed by voter impersonation. Voter impersonation oh, no, is not a problem. Yeah, it's no, no. But ask your husband. It's never been a problem. No one goes pretending to be problem. somebody else. No. It was just designed to make it harder for some. Some people to vote, people who most likely don't have a driver's license or federal ID, which is to say poor people, young people Uh in college, immigrants and uh, and and old people. It's purely designed to make it harder to vote. So, so he unfriended me because of that, and then oh, uh, I'm just like, but but I'm the but I'm the snowflake. You didn't like what I had to say, but I'm the one that's melting in the sun because I'm the snowflake. I Liz, I want to come every- to your house and fight for you. I'm sorry, I'm like I'm mad at this now. Oh, no. well, unfriending your own wife on Facebook. Isn't that one of the commandments you're not supposed to do? I want you two each to develop 10 minutes of material and come on the road with us. <laughs> oh, no. It's been, it's been fun and hilarious because I'm everything that his uh, family is. Because uh, he comes from a conservative family. And I'm everything that they hate. I am uh, Latin. I am a child who was a poverty because my dad decided he did not want to be a dad anymore one Christmas Eve and left and was on welfare. I got educated. I was a part of the Clinton where they were helping support, you know, give the. the Oh, Liz, this guy married up. This guy married up so hard. Oh, Liz, you you already know, right? I don't even need to see pictures of the two of you. He married up. Liz, is he good at fixing things? I'm just confused. Yeah. Does he have great health care? My my joke with him is I married for good looks and sex. So uh, you did. He's good looking. I did, and he's he's pretty good looking. Yeah, and, Republicans you know, often are good looking. Yes, good looking. I was going to say good at Oh yeah, Republican men are great if you're really into brief brief encounters with the missionary position. Really brief. It's to, Do I you mean, know from experience, John? Yes, I've had sex with lots of Republican men. I'll have you know. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch McConnell's hot. Come Mitch, on. Yo, please. Oh God, I could get so lost bad. in those folds. I could get lost in those folds. Liz, Liz the you things are, I would do to those jowls. You're a gem. You should. You seriously um, are, Liz. Why don't you like swipe on Tinder tonight and just yeah. see what's out there? Liz, do y'all have children together? Do y'all have children together? We do have a son, and our joke is that he will be at the Save the Planet events because I'm a big, you know, looking at my carbon footprint, trying Good to for save you. the planet Earth. 
<laughs> and he would be wearing an NRA hat because my husband and my son love to hunt. I, that is our joke. So that's fine. Be- I have no problem. If you're a hunter, <laughs> you, if you're a hunter and you like to hunt, that's great. I'm a, if, especially if you eat what you kill. I don't yeah. get to condemn that. But it's a fu- it's no, a lot of distance between l- liking the hunt and wanting lunatics to have AR-15s mm-hmm. on demand. That's just the. A- oh God, no! Yeah, an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm in San Antonio. And my niece's girlfriend Liz. Uh, had three cousins that were killed in Uvalde. In Uvalde. You, oh. let your, you let your husband know that there are plenty of progressive men that would come and just seduce you in front of him. That we would, we would go for it so hard. He's better do his duty and recognize that he he's married up and he's got to earn it. He's got to do his duty. Well, my, my joke with him is that, because you know, we're each trying to talk about how if we had an affair with whatever else, and he's like, well, you need to get him out of the house. I said, and of course, my ultimate one is Jason Momoa. And I'm like, he was like, well, what would happen? I go, I would do him in front of you and have you videotape it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out a lot of Republican guys are into that fetish, from what I've read. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Liz, I got to oh, go. Yeah. But who, wait, who's your husband? Who, who's your husband's dream woman? Jenna Ellis? Who does he want to be with? Oh, I have no idea. Good for you. He doesn't. He, he landed his dream woman, and he better watch his... I know who it is. It's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> She's the ultimate Republican ultimate, woman. Ultimate, ultimate Republican is woman. Is your husband Matt Getz? Is it? <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is the ultimate Republican is. woman. She's old. She's rich. She's white. She doesn't have a uterus. That's everything they want in a voter. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go, but thank you very much. Okay. Call up more often and let us know how they... I, I, I meet a lot of these women who come to the yeah. shows and they bring these hostage husbands. They make it work. Who am I to judge? Wow. No one here... Yeah. yeah. No judge. But I do think they stop with Bernie and Trump. Bernie, anti-establishment, Trump, drain the swamp. And they stop listening. They stop there. They don't research all the stuff you said. They just said, oh, this guy gets me and that's it. And then they just, they don't want to be bothered. Yeah, but there were some people who voted. They said they voted for Obama twice and then voted for Trump. That's I, Car- I met Carrie Lake and she told me the same thing. I'm not a racist. I did vote for Trump, but I voted for Obama. And I'm like, so what? You you voted for him, then decided he wasn't born here? <laughs> Fuck. We got to hit a break. Y'all sticking around? Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back with more of your calls at 866-997-4748. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, we have a lot of people on hold who want to weigh in. I'm so glad you guys are here. Let's talk to the evil army of the night. Uh, uh, hello, Houston in Plano. Is that your name, Houston in Plano? Uh, yes. That's the awesomest name I've ever wow. heard. Welcome. Well, you guys surprised me. You actually called me. I, I am I am the proverbial first-time listener. I mean, this is crazy. I never thought I'd say these words. On It sounds like a cliche. But you guys are so much fun. And yes, my name is Houston. Although I'm a 
I used to um, work on the work on the West Coast in Oakland. So I worked at the telephone company, and you always answer with your city and your name. So I would say Houston, Oakland. And they were like, "Well, are you in Oakland or are you in Houston?" So I've been, I've been called Lubbock and called Austin. But no, I really. I just I, let me tell you, I just have respect for you because your entire life, and tell me if I'm wrong, but your entire life is people oh, who man. think they're really funny telling you go. that we have a problem, right? Everywhere you go, people right. think you've never right. heard this before, and they want right. you to know right. we have a problem. But I like it because people are always smiling. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's corny. Yes, I've heard it a million times, but I never get tired of it because people smile when they say it. That's great, then. So Aww. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, cool. But you know what? You guys are the only people. I ever heard say that some Trumpsters are nice because, look, I live in Texas, right? And I'm a liberal guy. I was born in Virginia, raised in California. Where in Virginia? Petersburg, Virginia, right in the deep south. They've got like a, they still got an auction house in the, <laughs> the downtown. Or did they, oh, oh no, they God. converted it. Oh. The auction thing. They converted it to a restaurant. Yeah, we got one of those in St. Augustine, too. Go on. Right, right. But anyway, but that's where I'm from. So I've seen... You know, I, I grew up in the, you know, 60s, 50s, an older guy. I've seen the marches. I've seen the protests. I've, I've seen the 70s. And, you know, moved to California. I've seen the Hells Angels, the Flower Childs, and, and Texas. And, you know, hate Asbury in San Francisco. Now I'm in Texas. And the uh, first thing that happened, though, when I got here, the people were so nice. They were very, very nice. I said, wow, Southern hospitality. But now that I've lived here for a while, my neighbors are very, very conservative. I mean, I had... I, I had a three-hour conversation with my next-door neighbor about the role of government. And, you know, like, government's no good. And I'm like, well, the military is the government. Well, that's okay. Well, government paves the highways. Yeah. And they hospitals. But anyway, so we had that. But this guy's my best friend. He's I get my it. best friend now. I find and, uh, a lot of them are very nice people who just yeah. don't vote for nice people or nice policies. And they don't always realize they're not voting for nice people and nice policies. But they're doing mean things to people. With That's that. the thing. I mean, Ted Bundy was very polite and attractive. Like, he was. If you, you wouldn't know he was a serial killer. Yeah. Seriously. But it's always, <laughs> I mean, I know I went really dark. But, but like, <laughs> I think a lot of them, but I think in the, to Houston's point, a lot of them haven't really thought through, like, right. you know, they don't think, hey, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to put women in jail, punish poor women with more poverty, force poor women to give birth to children that can't live. I'm going to create doc, new Dr. Right. Kermit Gosnell. Right. But no, they think I'm going to save the unborn. And they don't think yeah, but, through but, how but destructive. They tr- but they trust the people. They trust, believe, have faith. When someone has you know, if you don't have anything to believe in, or if you haven't don't have any foundation, if you haven't if you haven't been brought up to really deeply think about who you are, what I know. you are, what's going on, I know. somebody comes up with something that you can truly believe in for the first time, yeah, then they got faith. I mean, it's it's a it's a religious experience. So I, I know. heard you guys say that they're brainwashed, and yes and no, but that's if if you. If you consider all belief to be brainwashed, some people might... No, I'm sorry, but I got to disagree. I think, I, I don't yeah. think it's possible to say you follow the teachings of Jesus right. and you follow the policies of right. Trump. That tells me you right. haven't read at least one right. of their books. Well, that's white nationalism though, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah so it, it's okay to follow the teachings of Jesus and yet put him in jail if you found out that he was a Jewish man. Yeah, but they don't follow his teachings. They just, they, they pretend he, all. they pretend he was against abortion. They wave him around like a prop, but they don't actually care what he stood for. That, that to yeah, me is like, yeah. that's where the not nice stuff comes. Cause once you believe God's on your side, you believe any evil shit you do is good and ordained by the almighty. And that's why there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. Amen. Which, we seem to be going to, which it's, we seem to be trying to go away from. 
We never. Anyway, yeah. I, I bet. Hey, I bet. I, I, I'm guessing you don't convert a lot of people, but I bet they all like you. And I bet yeah. you force them to realize they, they have all, a liberal friend. Well, they all like me. I guess they all have a liberal friend. And a lot of things I'm conservative in some ways. They're liberal in some ways. Sure. And whenever whenever they say some really, truly awful, evil things, I kind of try not to listen. I mean, my wife and I were at this party. My neighbors, oh, they're so nice. They're always giving parties. For any for Arbor Day, you know, flag anything. So we're at a party last year, and they broke into. We love Trump. We love Trump. And me and Diana, my wife, were like, "We love Trump." We're backing out the door. We love Trump. We're like looking at each other. Man, this. But we said it too because I'm like right in the middle of them, and I'm like. I don't want to be the one to say I'm not loving Trump. Uh, Survival no. instincts. I, you can still be nice and not say yeah. it, but I understand the the social awkwardness. Look, yeah, my, yeah. my dad, my dad, mm-hmm. when he died, had more Republicans at his funeral than Democrats. And I know my dad would have been so proud of that because he took pride right. in the fact that he could move down south and be around mm-hmm. really conservative people, never compromise his intelligence or his values and still get along with them. And mm-hmm. I, right. God damn, I try to be like him. No, that is that is something to be proud of because you can see yourself in every man, every woman. We all have more things alike than we do have differences, and we all I hate agree. something. Yeah, I mean, he's not the only one that made America hate again. I mean, people, you know, you give somebody something to hate, and for a while, you might be able to forget. That's it. Maybe, but but also, yourself. I don't know. As, as Houston, as George Harrison said, as long as you hate, there will be people to hate. Is that what he said? Yeah. Wow, George Harrison was a philosopher. But this is why I called before oh. you guys set me up. This okay. is why I called. Sure. Because I haven't heard this on any station. I've heard anyone say this. But don't we realize that when the Trump-appointed uh, candidates, the candidates that are most Trump-like, that won all their primaries and they're all election deniers, what's going to happen when they run up against, you know, the, uh, the Democrat or whoever, and, and perhaps they lose? Yep. Are they going to accept they lose? Right. Are their precinct captains going to count the votes? I mean, are these guys just going to refuse and say, are, are they going to do like Trump? This is no, I did lose. And maybe some of them will actually stand off. They're going to have to lose a lot. They're going to have to lose a lot before they before they yeah. change their ways. I just and again, they're only right. going to lo- they're only going to lose if there's high turnout. So if there's low turnout, it doesn't matter right. how much they lie. They're not going to pay a price for it. When there's yeah. high turnout, Republicans lose. Yeah. You know. Well, it's going to be high uh, turnout because I, I think the uh, the Supreme Court, as a, I, I think they, they, I they think screwed so around and, and gave Democrats something to vote I for. think the Supreme Court helped better work in your state. I certainly hope so. So did Ovalde, though. That so was the Ubalde. big turning point. Yeah. Because, I mean, and, you know, please. I mean, oh, even Beto, America's apple pie sweetheart, is swearing at people now. So I know. And uh, it's great. I think yeah. it's good for his rating. Yeah. I just wish it didn't take, you know, dead kids or, or right. mutilated women to get people to realize, yeah. oh, wait, gee, maybe I've been sold a bill of goods. Yeah. Houston, you're a gentleman. Please call up more often. It's really a pleasure. Sorry, I, I'd, okay, I'd love to be your right wing neighbor someday. Thank you so much. We will be right back with your calls all the way till midnight on the East Coast, 9 p.m. on the Pacific at 866-997-GRIT. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Bill in Virginia. Hi. Yes, John. How you doing? How are you, sir? It's fine. I'm going to ask you all a question at... Or it's a little bit different than what I told the screener, but I'll get in a second. Okay. Well, since all of y'all are comedians, what has been your attitude about this, all this thing about, uh, I think it happened in Minnesota with Dave Chappelle, where these people put together a petition because they thought he was unfair or whatever not, I, I guess, yeah. to the trans community. Yeah. And that, to me, runs totally contrary to everything I recall when I was in college, when I was a liberal. Mm -hmm. You know, it was supposed to be people could be what they want to be, because if that's the case, then a lot of your comedian friends, some of the things that they make jokes about, about white Southerners, particularly, the same thing could happen, couldn't it? Well, you know, listen, I'll, I'll ask my friends here to say what they think about it. I think Dave Chappelle's a great comedian. Um, if people don't like your work, they're allowed to protest any way they want in a free society. I personally wish that Dave Chappelle would not be punching down at a marginalized community of people who already have it rough and take a lot of shit. But he's a great comic. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. I don't think there's any hatred in his heart when he does it. I just think it's beneath him. But uh, I'm not into being mean to marginalized peoples or any kind of stereotyping. So, you know, again, um, that's the free market. That's capitalism. If people are going to protest and they're going to move it to another venue, that's the free market settling itself out. Well, the thing I was going to say, though, is this. I'm certainly not an expert on comedy, but hasn't comedy always had that as part of the as part of its stick? Like pushing the envelope? Fun of somebody? Yeah, but the difference yeah. is, the difference is, you know, I would say the great comedians are the ones who punch up. You go after those in power. You don't go after uh, people who are powerless. So to your point, I wouldn't make fun of conservative white folks down south unless they were being mean or hurtful. I would make fun of the politicians who sucker them. I would not make fun of the trans kids or trans soldiers. I would make fun of someone more powerful than that. It's, it's either punching up or punching down. You can punch down and still be funny, but it's kind of mean. Let me ask you two really quick before the break if you have thoughts on this. Yeah, I think, you know, you can be free to be whoever you want to be and talk about whatever you want to talk about. But that doesn't mean the country or the school has to honor that. We don't have to celebrate everyone just for saying what they want. Yeah, no one wants to censor Chappelle. Yeah, and I think the fact that he has a thousand specials on Netflix shows that he's not being censored. Not at all. And the fact that he's dropping specials in relation to and explaining this kind of stuff shows that he's not being censored in any sort of way. But at the same time, I don't think that forces us to love and cherish him. And I don't think that's, nor do I think that's pushing the envelope, like you said, to push against marginalized communities. It's 
that key before yeah. the break? Do you have any uh, I, I think um, you can even punch down. It's okay. I just have to believe that you are you don't actually hate that group as a person. Yeah. I'm not convinced Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle is transphobic. So that's where he loses me. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I make fun of it. I, I tell racial jokes, religious jokes. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and not just about people in power, but at the end of the day, like I actually establish a trust with the audience that I, I, I actually don't believe in. Exactly. And that's what he's missing. Yeah. Bill, I thank you for the yeah. call. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, we got to hit a break, but I thank you, sir. This is Progress. <laughs> 